Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, welcome into Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. The voice you're hearing is not that of Boyd Matheson. What? I don't know if you can tell. I maybe I sound similar. Maybe I sound uh, more peppy, less peppy. I don't know what, but it's either you way. You are it's not, not Boyd. Boyd Matheson. I am not you just Boyd don't Matheson. Sound like him. Yeah. I just I just play him on the radio That's right. every now and then. Uh, t- two times this week, as a matter of fact. Uh, the voice you're hearing. I am Marty Carpenter sitting in for Boyd today, alongside today a co-host. Different than two days ago when I was sitting here by myself. Uh, Leah Murray from the Walker Institute at Weber the. Weber State University. Oh, I like that. It's the, not like the Ohio State, though. We don't have like a capital T. Oh, we didn't well, like copyright. Kind of like that. Oh, well, you like that. We should. Okay. Yeah. I just i I always tell my friends it is the Harvard of Weber County. I love that. Yeah. I feel like Scott Simpson calls it the Harvard along the Wasatch. Which Harvard makes along me the Wasatch. Smile. There yeah. you go. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it. It's good. <laughs> so either way, you know, way. <laughs> we've got some Weber State representation because I also am a graduate of the Weber State University and uh, was on the board of trustees there for a while as well. And Leah, it's always fun to get to hang out and talk about some of the always issues good. going on. Yeah. And there's a, a decent amount going on. Like we should be, it feels like this is the time of year we should put it into like either cruise control or just neutral and let the, let it just kind of coast until it stops for the holiday. But there's actually a lot going on. And uh, we woke up to some kind of big news that Huge had happened news, right. overnight as well. So why don't you kick us off there? Yeah. So this morning, the Biden administration announced the release of WNBA player Brittany Griner, um, who I, and I'll just tell you, like you just said, a friend of mine texted at some ridiculously early <laughs> moment was like, did you see she got out? So I think, right, she, NBA, WNBA player, people were aware that she was there. So in a certain extent, because she's somewhat famous, and this friend who texted me is an athlete, so maybe among certain groups yeah. of people, this mattered a lot, right? Um, not, she, not generally famous, but famous right. for people who may watch the WNBA. Right, that people who knew who she was, who had been detained by the Russian government pretty much the minute after they invaded Ukraine, or maybe the minute before, right? Like it's right around the same time. Um, but now she's on her way home, much the relief of her family. And I'm sure she's going to be thrilled to step down in the United States. Um, so let's listen to President Biden announcing that release. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones and, uh, and she should have been there all along. Okay. So I'm happy about this, Marty. An American citizen just was released. But it kind of begs some questions, and I feel like you might have one. Well, I, I guess I 
I wonder when the president says unjustly detained, right? What is what's his basis for unjustly? Like, did she go to Russia of her own volition, and did she enter with a substance that they prohibit? You can get into the doc about uh, severity of sentence and all that, but like unjustly detained, did she go to a foreign country and break one of their laws? And the answer is yes. Okay. And I think this is a very fair point, right? I think. Um, my understanding is she had a vape cartridge, right, with marijuana and some kind know, of yes, right. So we're not talking. She went to their country and did something horrible, right? right. No. So you're like kind of the binary. Did she break a law? Right. Yes, but it's not like she, you know, what I mean, like right. in most of the country right now, what she had would have been legal in our country. In our country, right? So right. to be fair, which to is her, only the difference is that she got on a plane and flew to a place that is decidedly not our country. Oh my goodness, right? I know you're totally right, but like Marty, you've never put something in your bag and you forgot, right? <laughs> so you're like getting on the plane and they take it and they go, yeah, this doesn't go uh-huh. through. I mean, I just a little benefit of the doubt, right? That sometimes right. stuff just happens. Right. And you know? so you have shifting perspectives here, right? If you look at it as an American, you can say, hey, according to the laws of our country, like that's a pretty a relatively minor offense according right. to like most states in, in, in the United States of America, right? Right. But like you also knew that like, you know, Russia is not the, one of the states, right? And right. so like- No, I think that's interesting. Uh, and we run into the same thing. When I was here two days ago, we talked a lot about the World Cup and, and Qatar and some of the policies in place there. And it's like- Yes, those aren't the standards we have as Americans. And because this is our perspective, and perhaps in absolute truth, those aren't the, the their standards are too severe or too restrictive or whatever in either in any other country. Right. I mean, someone's there there's some kind of level of truth that and someone's right, someone's wrong. But they get to kind of control that because that's what happens when you go to that country. So like when you go to a foreign country, you have to go get a visa. Right. right, and you do that because that's the rule of going to that country, and then when you're there, you have to abide by the laws of that country. Right. So, and like, I guess my like, advice, I just don't want to paint her as like the most innocent person no, in the world no, who I, did nothing wrong. Right, like I think that's totally fair, but I do think when he's saying it's unjust, two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night, two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do, when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It seems clear to me, so it seems to me that um, it's unjust because she's an American. Does that make sense? So it is that they detained her as they're going to war with Ukraine, that's why I wanted to kind of couple yeah. that. That, I think, might be the injustice of it. But your point is really well taken. Yeah. And I and I don't mean to say, like, I'm playing devil's advocate to a certain extent here. Just, like, they're rarely, and I guess as you get older, you start to realize, like, rarely is everything all right or all wrong. Right. There are all these sort of shades in between. And for the, the punishment or the sentence she got for the crime, from an American perspective, really, really severe, right? And right. worth it. And, and I... Th- so I just want to make sure that we don't just solely paint the American who gets to come home as being 
um, unjustly detained because she actually did go and violate a law, I think, to her own admission because she pled guilty. And, of course, there's all kinds of legal strategies that come into that. Now, Senator Mitt Romney was asked during an interview this morning to give his reaction to Brittany Griner's release. Here's what he had to say. Well, I'm delighted she's being released. The fact that they held her, arrested her, put her in jail is uh, outrageous uh, and says a lot about them. Uh, and the, uh, the trade they've made says a lot about both of us. We care about an individual, a human being. It's symbolic that we go to great lengths to uh, recover our citizens. At the same time, who do they want to get back? An arms dealer. Uh, it, it's symbolic of our, of our, two, uh, of our two nations. Uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed that Paul uh, Weiland was not part of this, uh, this trade. Uh, I would think that our focus ought to be bringing people home based on who's been there the longest as opposed to who perhaps is the most publicly known figure. Um, but I'm sure the administration did their very best to get Paul out, and, uh, and hope we'll, hopefully we'll see him out soon. Okay, so there's me and Senator Romney on the same page. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, right? I, yeah. well, okay, so all I'm saying is that she was – she didn't do nothing wrong, right? And no, I, And I fair. agree that the severity is too much. I also agree with something that the senator was, yeah. was touching on there, and that is – um, I don't think you should get treated differently in this situation because you have any modicum of celebrity. Right. right? So that worry is we so that my friend is texting me that Brittany Griner is getting out is an indicator of what I was talking about earlier. Right. Like she's somewhat famous. Right. Mm-hmm. And Paul Weilin, Weilin, Right. Uh, I thought it was Weilin, but I think Senator Romney might know better than I do. Weilin <laughs> is still sitting there and has been there for four years. And none of us know who he is, yeah. and we never saw him play sports. LeBron and, James has never come out and right. said, hey, free Paul, right? My goodness, right? So that, I think, is a very interesting. I like how the senator says it says who we care about. Mm-hmm. So who they're negotiating for is the merchant of death. And then there's a whole conversation about whether this was a great trade, given that, right? Um, and what we care about are individual citizens. But then, yeah, why isn't Paul Whalen also coming home? Let's let's say that you're in the in in a situation, Leah, where you're sitting in a Russian prison, and you are as famous as anyone could be based on being uh, the head of the Walker Institute at Weber right. State University, which is high right? fame. Your, your exact <laughs> level of current right. fame is what you have. Right. Meanwhile, Brittany Griner comes in, and LeBron James makes a stink about it, or some NBA players wear hoodies about it, and all of a sudden she's out the door. What's your is your reaction the same as if you're sitting right here going, hey, what the heck? Like I've I'm so glad that an American got to go home. It just would have been great if it could have been someone right. who'd been here longer or someone who didn't have to have a PR machine behind it. I love that, but that's America, right? So how you achieve your goals is to spread the scope of the conflict. So if I could get LeBron James to wear a hoodie that said "Bring me home." My goodness, I would tell my children, figure that out, right? Yeah. So this is the level of fame I have. Go <laughs> Look, find you got to find me an NBA player. <laughs> Go get, get me, me an NBA player. He can be this. a 12th man. I don't care. Get me an NBA player and get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, it says a lot about us and Russia, right? Yeah. You know, but the fact is um, how you achieve goals is to get more allies, right? Yeah. So not that it's the right thing, but it is the thing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I guess we can say either way the deal's done. And uh, she's on her way home, and that's a good thing, but it's maybe not you know the perfect situation either. Right. And coming up after the break, we will be continuing our conversation about Brittany Griner's release um, with M. Wynn, who is an ABC News correspondent. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. 
In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.